Dance Studio owners, Casey here. For this week's episode, Robin and I sat down with our dear friend and fellow DSO Connect team member, Amanda Cachati, to talk about how to show our love and appreciation to our teams. But before we jump into this week's episode, I want to ask you two favors. My dear, dear listeners, just two simple favors for you. First, head on over to Apple iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts and please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. This will really help us reach more people and we want to help as many dance studio owners as possible. My second favor is we want to hear from you. We're going to have a Q&A episode coming up soon, and to do that, we need your questions. You can ask us about a dilemma that you're facing in your business right now, or maybe your business is affecting your personal life and you need tips on how to balance those two things. You can ask any of the six of us anything at all. Have you wanted to know how the moms in the group balance parenting with running their studio? Or maybe you want to know what our monthly wine budget is? <laughs> From personal to business, we are open to all of your questions. So head on over to our free Facebook group, DSO Connect Community, and post your questions in the group. Or you can email us your questions at dsoconnect6 at gmail.com and be sure to put podcast Q&A in the subject line. Again, that email address is dsoconnect the number six at gmail.com. Okay, so to review, we need you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and also to send us your questions for our upcoming Q&A episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to the DSO Connect podcast. I am Casey. I am Robin. And today we are here with the lovely Amanda Kachati. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Amanda is one of the other four DSO Connect team members that uh, you hear from occasionally on our podcast along with Robin and I. So we're happy to bring Amanda on for today's topic. Amanda, what are we talking about today? We are talking about love languages, specifically related to our team. Right. Apply it to anything in your life, I'm sure. Yeah, so maybe you've, maybe listeners, you've heard of love languages, the five love languages before, as pertaining to romantic relationships. But Amanda has figured out how to utilize this, um, this sort of system in reference to her team, her employees. So we're going to talk a little bit about the five love languages and then how to utilize your team's love languages to show your appreciation in an effective way. So, Amanda, what are the five love languages? Uh, So the five love languages are, and by the way, this is a book. Right. I don't have, I don't know the author off the top of my head, but (laughs) You can definitely look it up. It's in the library. Um, It's a super short read. So that might be uh, something to to follow up with if if this interests you. Um, But the five love languages are uh, physical touch, gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service. So basically the premise is that all of us have one or two, sometimes you kind of split between two, um, ways that you feel loved. Like when somebody um, 
gives when somebody's trying to show you love, this is the way that you want it to be received. Um, you also have a love language in how you give love to somebody else. And I think those things are sometimes not the same either. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. I know for my relationship, like my boyfriend's love language is definitely quality time. And mine is probably acts of service. And so I show my love to him by doing things like cleaning the house or doing his laundry when he's got a busy week, you know, that kind of thing. And he's, you know, he certainly appreciates those things, but it doesn't mean as much to him as it would if he did those things for me. <laughs> so we have definitely had to figure out how to speak each other's love languages for sure. And we're still learning. Yeah. Mine is a split. I'm mostly acts of service, but I would say my second one is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. But reason I love showing love by giving gifts. I love finding the perfect gift for somebody. Like I think there's something so special to that, but I also realize that not everybody's love language is that. So it's been uh, interesting trying to figure out how to change that to fulfill somebody else a little bit better. Right, right. So and is it is it a quiz that you take in the book? Yeah, okay. you can go right online. And um, if you read the book, the quiz is in the book. But there, if you just Google love language quiz, it'll come up for free. And um, and the author is Gary Chapman. Google, hmm. Google has told me. <laughs> great, great, great. Definitely look it up. But the love, if you don't want to read, not everybody loves to read, um, you can just Google the quiz. And there is an audiobook as well. Oh, great. Yep. Even better. Listen to it while you're driving in your car. And uh, yeah, it's very interesting to see my partner's love language is also uh, quality time. So he loves spending time with me and I just like him to do things for me. <laughs> That's exactly how we are. Kind of where we're at. So yes, when he begs me to go grocery shopping with him and I literally just feel like hitting my head against the wall because <laughs> I hate grocery shopping, I have to keep in mind that he really is trying to tell me that he wants to spend time with me and that's his love language. So I have to just, you know, uh, keep that in mind a lot. But aside <laughs> From romantic relationships with your team at your studio, um, this is a really great way for you to figure out how to make your team feel loved the best way that you can because not everybody loves a Starbucks gift card. Even though I do, you know, some people prefer other things. Right, right. And it's so important to show appreciation to your team so that they know how much you value them so that they stick around and do their best work for you and for their students. 100%. We want them to stay. Right. Employee turnover, not a fun time. Mm -mm. Right, Robin? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we thought we would try to talk today about how to show our appreciation to our teams that are probably working their tails off for us right now, but we don't have a lot of money. Um, if you're like me right now, my budget is a little bit tight and we want to be able to sh express our appreciation without racking up the credit card bill. Right. So the first step is having your entire staff 
take the love languages quiz. So Amanda, do you have your staff take this quiz as part of a staff meeting or do they do it on their own time? And then how do they report their results to you? So I actually just posted it in my staff Facebook group. I have a private communication group and I was like, hey guys, I think it would be super fun if we all took this quiz to see. And I just tried to play it up and they just all commented below. Oh my God, I'm this. And it was actually very enlightening that most of my staff's uh, love language is quality time. Hmm. And none of them are gifts or things that I have been doing. But to me, I had to figure out a way that I could spend time with them or that they could spend time with each other a little bit more mm. um, because that was what was making them feel more valued and more a part of, of the studio. So how are you doing that? Well, it's a work in progress and it's obviously a little crazy right now with COVID. Um, we can't get together and do the things that we might want to do. But some ideas that I've had were like retreats, taking them out to dinner um, on a little bit more regular basis. Uh, my office manager has been trying to schedule like game nights or um, just even without me, but just ways that they can spend quality time with each other. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where we're at right now, just trying to um, in-house trainings, like I think even doing meetings together um, are ways that they feel the love a little bit more. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And even just like a monthly Zoom call can be super helpful. Yeah. We always do monthly Zoom calls for sure. So randomly, I only have one staff member that is words of affirmation. So she is one of my office ladies and it's super easy for us to just tell her all the time that she's amazing and she like loves her life. So um, <laughs> I do though take two handwritten cards for her quite a bit because I mm -hmm. feel like that's like just a little extra special touch that makes her feel like I'm thinking of her and I definitely praise her a ton. So I wonder if will if you could run into a problem where at some point the staff person who likes love notes stands up and looks around and says, Hey, everybody else got like cash and, and, and adventures. And all I got was this dumb card <laughs> and you'd be like, well, you took the test and you, I mean, I wonder if that could backfire. I don't like single people out. Like if I give cash and a card, I give cash and a card to everybody, but I, I do additional things, yeah. you know, that kind of, cater to each person yeah yeah and i bet if your um love language is something like um what's the one where you oh, quality time together you could probably even arrange for um an activity that they do with someone that doesn't even involve you like a gift card for dinner that they could use with their husband so it might not be like oh my god now i gotta go out to dinner not that I wouldn't want to go out to dinner with all of my people, but that could be time consuming. Mm -hmm. um, but you could give them that kind of a gift that they could share with someone else and they would mm. appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I also have had this kind of realization because I also have been dealing with staff turnover, mm -hmm. as we all have. Um, because so much of my staff, it, and I've dealt with staff turnover and a lot of my staff pulling back. Like 
this is all too much for me right now. Um, and I think that because their love language is quality time, they're focusing on the quality time that needs to be spent with their family. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunately backfiring a little bit like I'm getting the short end of the stick with that, but I'm, it's, it helps me to understand it a little bit better. Like I know that it's not necessarily me and it's not the studio, but it's just that in this really crazy time, they're really pride, like they're putting their family as a priority and they want to spend time with them. Yeah, this is just a whole nother layer of challenge that we're facing that we didn't really see coming. I'm Mm -hmm. having, not only am I very short staffed, I'm on a very streamlined staff. And so um, everyone's working to their max, but also I've got some team members that are having some issues in their personal lives that they're dealing with that I want to be very sensitive to. But at the same time, it's like, we got to keep this boat afloat. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, I think it gets even more complicated when, God forbid, and it might happen to all of us, that some of our team members start having COVID in their houses um, Mm -hmm. or someone directly, you know, very close to them, you know, maybe gets sick. I mean, that's a whole nother burden that they're going to be carrying with them emotionally. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to kind of do our best to keep the, the house propped up, so to speak. Yeah, I agree. So going into that, like me do being able to do things for their families mm-hmm. is like a really great way to show my love for them and to show that I respect their priority right now of their family um, in hopes that they will stay, you know, like not being just that awful boss. That's like, well, I don't care that you want to go. You know what I mean? Like I think empathizing and understanding and, and maybe like you said, gift certificate to dinner with family or couples massage or whatever it may be. Like one of my staff members just got engaged um, like two weeks ago. So I got her a massage gift certificate for her and her soon-to-be hubby as like a little engagement gift because I, that was something that was just me recognizing that like those things are important to me too. Like I think that's really important. Sure. So I think I shared this on one of the calls recently, but speaking of massages, I have a customer who is a massage therapist and um, she reached out and asked if – I would consider bartering massage for tuition because she's having a difficult time, you know, in her personal budget as well. So I said, sure, you know, why not? And I decided that I'm, well, she can give me certificates that I can share with my, my team. So it doesn't cost me money directly, but also it helps this family to stay on board. And she's got two young girls and hopefully once this all passes, you know, they'll, they'll still be around and they'll be thankful that we were able to work this out. And maybe she'll even gain some massage clients in the process. Because if I give one of my team members a a massage certificate and she really likes her, she might rebook on her own. So that's a way to get kind of creative with, um, you know, giving to your team without spending money. 
of course, I'm not collecting the tuition, but she might have withdrawn if I didn't do this barter. Right. So I'm, and I'm sure that there are other things that you can do as well. Like, you know, maybe nails or hair, or maybe somebody owns a restaurant locally. Um, I would, I'm thinking about doing something where I reach out or make, just inquire in our families group, you know, who has a small local business? How can we support these small businesses and can we do something, you know, once I have kind of a list of my, my families that own local businesses, I'll kind of reach out to them privately to see if there's anything that we can do um, to maybe barter and then pass that love on to my team. And in, in, the, in the process, you're passing love on to your customers as well by supporting their businesses. Right. 100%. Yeah. So what are some ways we can show our love and appreciation for our team for maybe if their love language is acts of service? Well, acts of service, I think, is the easiest one. I mean, just really doing things for them. Um, anytime that you might see that your staff um, is underwater, you know, so to speak, like they're just, I mean, kind of like how we all have been, right? Just nose above the water, just like hanging on for dear life. Um, what can I do? How can I help you? Or, you know, helping with music, picking out music or giving, you know, just things like that, that mm -hmm. are going to make their job easier, um, I think would be really great recommendations for acts of service. I really, the possibilities are endless when it comes to that. Yeah. Sometimes when, when I know that I have a, an employee who's struggling or even if they're not struggling and I just want to show that I care for them, I'll just text them, you know, maybe they, they teach on Tuesday evenings. So I will text them on Tuesday afternoon and say, hey, what can I do for you today to make your evening better? Like, what can I do to, to brighten your day? Yeah. What do they say? Sometimes it's, oh, nothing, but thank you so much for asking. But sometimes it's, oh my gosh, I don't have time to eat anything between work and the studio. Can you get me a snack? Or can you mop the floor for me after my last class because I'm just really tired and I would like to go home right after I'm done teaching? Yes, absolutely. No problem. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. So um, just reaching out and, and directly asking sometimes is effective. Because <laughs> even, even if they don't need anything, it shows that you care. Yeah. I think, too, like I cook a lot for my staff. Oh, that's nice. Really? Yeah, I just actually made chili and apple pie um, this past weekend, and I brought it all in little boxed up, like, and gave it to them. Um, and I feel like that's an act of service, like, just, like, cooking and showing that you care. Like, it's not really anything to do. And it was just, like, I put ribbon on it and said, happy fall. And um, they – That's a great idea. They just, like, loved it. So um, I think that's, like, a, a super easy way – and it's super cheap. I mean, chili is not an expensive thing. I made like six quarts of it and it fed me and my husband and my whole staff for a week. So we were, <laughs> we were good to go, but you know what I mean? It's just the thought, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And if you've got a teacher's lounge, I guess you could, you know, surprise them with donuts or, you know, coffee. And I know that we had talked the other day about is food a no-no right now, a mm -hmm. sharing food, a no-no. But I feel like if it's, you know, it's optional. I mean, person doesn't have to partake if they don't want, but I'll tell you what, if I walked in and there was a bunch of, a box of munchkins, <laughs> I would be like loving it and hating it at the same time after the <laughs> 20th munchkin. Once you start on them, you can't really stop. Right. Um, 
but just, you know, like, oh, a little treat, a little surprise. Yeah. Um, that could be nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a matter of like breaking up the monotony of week after week of the same schedule, you know, like just injecting some kind of newness is appreciated. Yeah. Maybe you could even get like, if you know that someone likes a particular kind of wine or if they, I don't know, maybe they're craft beer lovers and they, they, you know, you come across some special new brand of beer or whatever, just like on the way out the door. It's like, here, you had a hard night. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Have a little toast to me when you get home or something like that. That could be an inexpensive. I will tell you, I had my one staff member's husband. She built, he built my stage for me um, for my outdoor recital. So me and my husband drove to Vermont and went to a brewery his favorite brewery and got him three cases of his favorite beer. We drove all the way to Vermont. So we drove 14 hours in the car in one, in one day. Oh my God. Just to get him that. Um, and we dropped it off at his house and he was like thrilled. So that's amazing. That was to us. Like I could have just paid him and he probably, he, I mean, I, you know, like, it's fine, but like it was expensive, but that's not the point. Like I could have just like said here's a gift card or something, but I really wanted to go like this man, like, you know, he really helped out and he was so appreciative. So I think just, again, really like putting thought into what you do and the intention behind the gift or, you know, whatever you're doing for your staff, mm-hmm. I think goes a long, long way. Yeah. And learning, the more you can learn about your staff, mm-hmm. you know, what their love language is or what their favorite beer or wine is or what their favorite kind of candy is or their re- favorite restaurant or their favorite place in your town, you know, like something like that, the more you can learn about them. So maybe make a little Google form quiz. I have a form that says getting to know you. And I love that. When they, um, when they actually get the job and they fill out their W-4 and everything, part of it is they have to fill that out. And it's like 20 questions like gold or silver. What's your pan size? What's your favorite? <laughs> What's your Starbucks drink? Favorite Yankee candle scent? Like it's like nice. everything you could possibly imagine just for the pure fact. If I really don't have the time, I can just whip that out and be like, well, I know she loves Swedish fish. So at the very least I can get her something that I know she's going to love, you know? So, um, that's, I think that's been super helpful for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Because there've been many times where I thought I want to get something for someone and you just don't know, like, do they even like chocolate? Some people don't. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I put on there red or white, like sweet or dry. Like it's good to know those things. Mm-hmm. He likes dry wine like I do. <laughs> I, for my, you know, like recital gifts this year, I just had, I just asked everybody in a text message, what's your favorite adult beverage or non-adult beverage if you really love something else, you know? And so I just got everybody a bouquet of flowers and a bottle of whatever their favorite beverage was and a nice handwritten card. Um, something that I did the first week of classes for one of my new teachers in particular, she, um, is a, is a dear, dear friend of mine and, um, recently closed her own studio. And so that's why she's now teaching for me. So I 
just kind of recognize that this is a very emotional time for her starting classes at another studio when I'm sure she's missing her own students and her own studio and all of that. There's a lot of conflicting emotions involved in closing your business and leaving, you know, your community that you've cultivated. So I just wrote her a nice little card that said, I understand you're going through a lot right now and missing your studio. And I just want to say that I appreciate you being here and I'm excited to have you on board and I'm here for you, you know, if you need anything at all. And she was like so touched and so moved by that, just that I acknowledged her feelings. Um, so I think just being tuned into our staff and being aware of what they're going through is really important. Yeah. All about the connections, baby. Yep. All about those connections. Another thing I think we can do is kind of think of things that we have access to that maybe we're not using. For example, um, we have this house in Florida that we bought as a short-term rental and no one's renting it right now. And I am going to offer it to my team. Um, if anybody wants to take a little vacation with their family, they can use my house for free. And of course, while I would love to be able to afford to fly them down, I can't. But, you know, like if, you're, if your household is on a tighter budget right now and, and you want to do a little getaway, um, you know, just having, you just have to pay the airfare or drive if you want to. And uh, just to have the, the actual location or the accommodations paid for. That yeah. Could be oh my God. That would be amazing. I doubt that like seven people would take me up on it, but if it, if it works for one family, then it's no skin off of my nose and it's something that I could, I could do. So right. think about what you have access to that you could share. I don't know. Maybe you, I, I don't, I don't know what else like that exists, but. I mean, one, one thing that I always offer my staff is you can come use the studio anytime. If it's not occupied by a class that's going on, come on in, you know, rehearse your own choreography, give yourself class, just, you know, do a long improv session, whatever you need to do. The other night I stayed late at the studio after all the teachers and staff and, um, and students had left and I just had myself, I like I gave myself a little ballet bar and just did a little improvisation session and I hadn't danced for myself like that in a really long time. And so just knowing, I think the staff just knowing that the studio is there for them mm -hmm. is really like that's, yeah, that's a nice resource, you know. 100%. I think too, um, at least for me, I, I give my staff like a stipend for like classes. Mm -hmm. and um, just like educational training. And while that's not like super glorious gifts, um, it is still something that I think is appreciated. Well, so yeah. And it, and it shows that you're invested in their continued growth as educators. And that to me as an educator, that would be so important to me. If like, if I'm deciding between two studios to teach at and one is going to invest in me in my continuing education and one is going to pay me a little bit more hourly, I'd go with honestly the studio that's going to invest in my continuing education. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Good yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about helping uh, teachers with childcare if they need it in a pinch? For example, we've all gotten that call. Oh no, my babysitter is sick this week. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do about Wednesday's class. Well, maybe you have a work study student that, that is willing to babysit and you could barter with the work study student on behalf of the teacher. Mm -hmm. 
you're a free babysitter for a night and you offer, I don't know, a t-shirt or a little bit of extra work study credit to your student. So again, right. not a direct outlay of cash, but it solves that, that person's problem. Okay. I had, I had last year, one of my staff, she had a baby and there was one day a week where there was like a 30 minute gap between when she had to be at the studio and when her husband got home from work or from class. Cause he's a, he's also a student. So I offered like, just bring her with you to the studio, have Joshua pick her up from the studio. I'm happy to watch her for half an hour once a week. Like that is great. Are you kidding me? And this was pre COVID. So there were lots of moms in the lobby who were more than happy to just pass around a little baby for 30 minutes. And it was perfect. And it didn't cost me anything. And the kid, the baby loved the You know, she loved it. The mom, my staff member loved it because she didn't have to worry about it. And it just, it worked out perfectly for everybody. And it's not that hard to do. Sounds so familiar. My kids were raised that way. Right? <laughs> Back in the olden days, my babies were just like, they were dance studio lobby babies. Yep. <laughs> so what about if your love language is um, words of affirmation? Do you acknowledge in your meetings, if you're doing a monthly meeting, hey, I just want to give a high five to Sally because she's really killing it in this area or so-and-so is really just stepping up in this area and just public, like, it's one thing to write them a note, but it's a little bit, it kind of takes it to another level when you publicly praise them. Mm -hmm. So maybe we could make um, an attempt to do, you know, either in a meeting or post on Facebook or I don't know. I think that's great. Um, I think though people that are words of affirmation people, they just want to hear they're doing a good job and it doesn't necessarily have to be public. And I know that this is kind of like foreign, but there are a lot of owners and bosses that don't tell their staff that they're doing a good job at mm -hmm. all. So just even that constant. Well, yeah. And I think because as business owners, there's no one telling us that. So sometimes we forget to tell it to our staff. 100%. Yeah. And that's why we're all here, because we all tell each other that all the time. Yeah. Hey, Amanda, you're doing a good job. Robin, great work. Yeah. We, you know, blow smoke up each other's butts and <laughs> and it makes us all feel better. But yeah, yeah. I think, um, I do think the public thing is great or, you know, just a, like a meet your teacher kind of post where you get to like talk her or him up and mm -hmm. this is all the amazing things that you know Mr. or Miss so-and-so are doing in our studio um, is a great way to kind of yeah and maybe you could even that that quiz that you give them um, to learn more about them like what their favorite candy is and that kind of thing maybe you could do like a on social media like teacher Tuesday meet your teacher and share a little some of those little snippets of information so that your clientele learns more about them and then they can give more appropriate gifts to their teachers because <laughs> i don't know about you but i've gotten so many um christmas gifts of hot chocolate oh my god and you like hot no i don't like hot chocolate <laughs> so that's the point <laughs> like i can't i usually can't drink hot chocolate because usually there's dairy in it and i'm allergic to dairy so <laughs> i just found like this giant thing in my basement that i must have gotten as a gift and it was like 15 boxes of hot chocolate 
and it was like all different hot chocolates. And I like pulled it out of my pantry and I was like, why is this still in here? (laughs) I'm I'm never going to drink it. I mean, I just, hot chocolate is nice. I'm more of a cider type of person than I am a hot chocolate person, but (laughs) straight coffee. But I, yeah. Free gift. It, I guess. Maybe not if it's several years old. I mean, I, I am so grateful for anything I get for my kids, but sometimes I would much rather them just write me a card than. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we do for teachers' birthdays in order to make them feel loved is we, um, we used to do little cupcakes, those little tiny cupcakes that you get at Walmart that are like a, you know, a single bite thing. And then we'll put them out just for the, the kids in that teacher's class that night with mm. a little table and a tablecloth with you know, some, maybe a bouquet of flowers and, and something. And I usually put a card with a gift card in it. But um, if you're not sharing food and if you don't want to spend the money on the gift card, what, what the real nugget right there is, is we would put out just blank pieces of paper and colored pens and the kids would just write a little love note to the teacher. So the way I would always frame it is you can have a cupcake, but make sure you write a love note. And so they would, you know, write their love note and get their cupcake. But that by the end of the night, the teacher has this little stack of sweet notes from her students. That's that's such a great idea. I love that. We do that for, um, Teacher Appreciation Week, and this is what my office manager makes a book of it, <gasps> and then gives them to each of the each of the teachers. Oh and my I, gosh. I keep them. I keep it on my desk, and it just says, "Thank you for being an amazing teacher." And it's just all the love, all the little love notes. So we do the same thing, but we do it for Teacher Appreciation Week instead of for like their birthdays. And um, so this is a super cute idea, but you don't have to do it for teacher appreciation week. You could do it for anything. Mm-hmm. And so since this is a podcast, we should describe what it is that you're showing us. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a regular on here. So you got to bear with me a little bit. Um, so basically what my office manager did was take all the pieces of paper and um, she, t- she made like a cover, a front and a back cover. She laminated and then she hole punched through them and tied it together to like make a little book. So each teacher has their own book that was in their mailbox the week after teacher appreciation week so that they could not only read the notes, but like they could keep them, you know, like it's kind of one thing to be like, okay, now I have like 55 notes or what, you know, but like now you have something that you can like, I don't know, put somewhere that like, like this is on my desk because I, you know, have bad days sometimes, and sometimes I just need to read some of these notes to remind myself that these kids still care, and yeah. it's just nice, so. That's a good one. That's totally. We had, um, this was several years ago, but my ballet teacher lost her husband suddenly, and mm-hmm. when I was covering for her classes afterwards, um, I had her students write her cards, and and I told them, you know, like, hey, don't, let's not write cards about like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, because obviously she knows that we are. Let's write cards to lift her up and tell her how amazing she is. Mm. That's an excellent thing to keep in mind, too, when something like that happens. Yeah, yeah. And on that, on that thread, um, I always try to make sure that if someone has a death or is going through something, I will, I'll drop a card in the mail. 
Mm -hmm. And just make sure that on that Saturday or that morning when they're not at the studio, they're also, you know, kind of being infused with a little bit of love from the studio and support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like greeting cards are such a great thing, like note cards, like sending cards in the physical mail. Mm -hmm. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't people do it enough anymore. Yeah. And going to the actual service, if, if someone has a um, a loved one that passes away. I mean, actually, I, I remember having a conversation with someone years ago and she said, I just don't do funerals because they just make me uncomfortable. And I was like, uh, I think you kind of have to, you know, I'm not here for the, you're not here for the one who is deceased. You are here for the, the people. The who family left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we, we threw out a lot of, you know, good ideas out there. Oh, and wait, I do have one question. Okay. What about for the people whose love language is physical touch? Oh. It's really hard, especially now. Especially now. It's like, it's one thing to like give hugs whenever you see a person, but you can't do that now. So what do we do for the physical touch people? I mean, I think just, um, I, I don't think you can give hugs. I do think that like when you're talking to them, just like, touching them on the shoulder, I think is okay. At least in my opinion, we all have to wear masks when we're here. So we're not really, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, but yeah, that one is really hard. Um, Sometimes I just say, I wish I could give you a hug right now. <laughs> I do air hugs, but mm -hmm. I, know, I know I, I don't have anybody on my staff. I actually like don't know many people that physical touch is their main love language, which is really interesting. Yeah. And I think if you're taking the quiz with the thought context of your work environment and not your romantic relationship, your answers might be different. Yeah. And they do have um, a book that's a spinoff of the main book and it's the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. Oh, oh, we should have led with that. <laughs> I just thought of it. It's um, it's with Gary Chapman, but he co-wrote it with somebody else. So um, it's fourteen ninety nine on Amazon, Fabulous. and I'm sure that you could probably get it in the library. So that might be a more appropriate book, or a, a you know, I think the main one still serves its purpose. Honestly, mm -hmm. very much the same. But it might, this book might give ideas. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think we gave tons of ideas today. So I hope that, um, that this conversation has helped some of our listeners to get creative and mm -hmm. just, and also just sometimes we need a reminder that we need to show love to the people who are supporting us because, yeah, because we get so wrapped up in how busy we are and how stressed we are and all the small details and big picture things that we have going on that we forget to like yep. tend to our flock. Right. Especially I think now more than any other season, because I don't know about you guys, but I am so busy and like so in my own bubble trying to survive right now. Mm -hmm. that it's just like, you need to stop and be like, wait a minute, there are people here yeah. that are literally holding this together for yeah. you. And Teacher Appreciation Week this year is uh, Monday, May 3rd through Friday, May 7th, 2021. So 
I would put that on your calendar and maybe set some reminders in your phone or something like a week or two before that so that it's something on your calendar. And if that week doesn't work for you because that's your recital week or something, then pick another week and put it on your calendar. Yeah, our that's our like, it's like the week before our show, but it's just so crazy that we just don't. So we do ours in October. Um, so, um, for our listeners that are in our DSO connect community on Facebook, I'll definitely be posting some videos of what we're doing, um, in a couple weeks, but, um, we generally do food and stuff all week long. Like we'll do like a make your own waffle bar. We bring in toaster and like frozen waffles with like chocolate syrup and ice cream and like we do that. And, um, my office manager wants to like toast is like the new thing. Really? Like, yeah, like toast with like, mm. like a place in our town called Toasted, and it's literally just toast with like avocado and like it's super fancy and uppity. But anyways, um, he wants to do like a toast bar with like bread and then just all different kinds of toppings, and we'll do dips and donuts and sub trays. Um, so we kind of go all out. Um, so they don't have to worry about food. And then we do a bunch of other stuff. So stay, you know, keep a lookout for that. So Amanda, do you also tell your families that you're doing Teacher Appreciation Week so that like they can jump in on the love? We do. And we did like, um, uh, we've done before selfies with your teachers, like where the kids would have to like take selfies with their teachers and post them with the hashtag. And then we would like give a prize out to one of them um, just because that like makes them feel important too. If like a kid comes up to you, he's like, Miss Casey, would you take a picture with me? Like, you know, that's, it's cute. Right. So um, we, yeah, I would love that. I know. <laughs> so, so do I, um, except for when, you know, you've like taught for five hours and you're like, sure. <laughs> You're red and sweaty, and you're like, okay, um, mask on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I we try to do a bunch of, of fun stuff. So I'll um, I'll definitely post in the group, you know, what we're doing when we get to it because we haven't. I mean, it's just October now, so it's something that's on our docket to to kind of plan. Um, and I do something separate for my office staff. So, I mean, they're allowed to eat all the food and stuff, but, you know, I do something separate for them. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to all of your posts and videos and sharing your ideas, Amanda. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Amanda is chock full of great ideas. I'm she sure really I, is. I use a lot of them, and I always try to give you credit when they go well. <laughs> well, that's I. that's all I can hope is that, it'll help somebody, you know, mm -hmm. that's what we're all about. Yep. yep. All right. So should we share what made our hearts happy this week? Oh, did anything make my heart happy this week? <laughs> no, hold on. I have to think for a second. I, I have something you want me to start. Go ahead. So we have a new family at our studio that I'm so excited about. They, um, they came from Baltimore because when COVID started, they decided to, get the heck out of the city and, you know, move to the fresh air. And this is just such a lovely family. And they have two young kid, two kids who are kind of like elementary school age, and they're just so well behaved and, and respectful and just like a breath of fresh air. This family is um, the, the dad is super, um, 
I, I don't know. It, they did they did a trial, a series of trials for a whole week. So they were like the only family in here for a week. And I got to know them a little bit. So, so excited to have them in our town. I feel like they're going to be a real blessing in our town and, and hopefully get, get a lot out of their uh, EMC time. And they signed up for 12 registrations. So Yay. Um, not only are they lovely people, but um, it really boosted our numbers a little bit. That's great. Okay. I have something. Um, so I have a student, um, I think I was telling Casey this earlier today, um, that is in the process of transitioning um, and is transgender. And we've never really dealt with this before, which I'm sure, you know, this is kind of a new thing for a lot of studio owners, but we are breaching the topic of costumes. And I, you know, wanted to call mom and talk with her about how she wanted to proceed. You know, does she want a girl costume or is she, st you know, that kind of thing. And mom uh, just sobbed on the phone because she was so thankful and appreciative that we even thought to take the moment to call and ask. And it just really touched my heart that um, I'm like getting like a little, <laughs> just, you know, just knowing that like um, taking that second, like literally made her day. So that to me was something like I knew that I was serving my clients the way that I wanted to in that moment. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Something that's made my heart happy. Well, you got a new foster pup. I do. I have a new foster puppy and she is, um, crazy, totally nutso <laughs> and super cute. And right now she's in her crate underneath the front desk at the studio, sleeping like a little angel. Aww. Yeah. And I brought her to the studio, uh, earlier this week and you know it was just so fun to like have a little puppy at the, at the studio and the kids loved her and it was great <laughs> but I will say another thing that has made my heart happy and this was actually a couple of weeks ago but um in the the pre-season start preparations I was you know reorganizing the costume closet and rearranging the front desk and just doing lots of like facility type stuff and I never got finished with the staff room before classes started and it's not like it was unusable or like totally a mess but it just wasn't up to the standards that I wanted it to be for my staff um, and so one of my staff members texted me and was like hey can I come in on, on a Tuesday morning and just like organize the staff room for you and I was like uh hell yes you can and I came in that afternoon and it was clean and organized and there were labels on everything. And it was just, cause it's like a staff room slash kitchenette slash storage room. It's really a multi-purpose corner. You um, have labels. Oh my God. It was amazing. I, and it's, and it stayed that way. Nice. It's beautiful. Nice. It's beautiful. It's the little things in life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We have to hold on to those little nuggets. Yeah. It's great. All right. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your, all of your amazing ideas and can't wait to hear more in the group. Thanks. Yeah. I, uh, I love coming on here. So 
I'll come back anytime. Great. We'd love to have you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for joining us today and enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.